a new believer, uh, somebody new to the faith, prayed to God and said, God, would you show me the difference between heaven and hell? If I'm going to make the right decision, I want to know what I'm buying in for. So that night in a dream, God took her to hell. And in hell, there was this banquet table filled with lush food and everything good. And it was more than a heart, but there were splints on everybody's arms. And nobody could eat. And then God took the woman to heaven, and there was the same banquet table, and there were the same splints, and the people were feeding one another. It's all how you look at it. I love that. Do you remember that from PBS Kids? How many of you had grandkids or children or watched that slogan? And I always loved the idea that the world is what the world is. In the Buddhist tradition, it's nirvana is samsara. The world of turmoil, the world of pain, this world of yuck is the same world as the world of of eternal bliss. Jesus said, the kingdom of God is within you. Don't look for it there. Don't look for it here. It's inside. It's already there. This thing that you're in that seems so terrible, the kingdom of God, the opportunity is here already. It's all how we look at it. How do we see the world that we live in? How do we see our lives? What story do we tell about ourselves? Paul, um, I have a love-hate relationship with the Apostle Paul. I think there are times when he just blows it and blows it big. But there are other times when he just nails it. And this is one of those times. And he says, with the eyes of your heart enlightened. With the eyes of your heart enlightened. What is the glorious power and work that God is calling you to? What is your glorious inheritance among the saints? What is it? And I want us to look at that today. And this is not going to be a sermon where I tell you what it is. This is going to be a sermon where I'm going to start a few things and then you're going to tell me what the glorious inheritance that you have in your life. And I'm going to start at a few things and and a better pastor gets permission to tell stories. I'm not that pastor. Okay. Um, Adrian and Elaine, I don't know what they've done in their life, but they've done something right. Because when they go and they travel, their daughter, Elizabeth, goes with. And together they do amazing things. And if you look at Elizabeth's Facebook, she she posts all the pictures. and, And she just talks about what an awesome time they're having and how Adrian climbed the Duomo. Uh, you know, on his 87th birthday. And I think, what an opportunity for a mother and a father to go safely travel with the child. Isn't that one of the glorious inheritances? Todd and Jeff uh, didn't know they were ever going to be married, had the opportunity. And when the time came for their wedding, the joy in this church, I, don't, I think it was unrivaled. It was just everybody was so ecstatic to celebrate a love and to have all the different pieces of life that were set separate and kept in their neat little places to keep us safe. Suddenly they're like, we're going to be the peaceable kingdom. 
and we're going to rejoice together. And that, for me, was an instance of the glorious inheritance and the power and the promise that God has. When Karen, you know, at the end of, you know, yes, Jeff's life, he was with his family, and he found a peace and a faith that he met his maker with joy. He was surrounded by love. And he had a lot of questions until then. Jeff and I had a lot of conversations. But he knew who he was. Phyllis lost her sister. She has every right to despair, and yet you ask Phyllis, how is she doing and how does she respond? I'm living the dream. She just talks about how God is working a miracle in her life. And, you know, and there are 80 other people, that there's 81 people, and Phyllis is one of them. The other, the other 80 are saying, why is God pigpiling on me? It's all how you look at it. What are the things that God is doing in our lives? And I really want us to share that. Can you, this is a very, I'm asking you to do something very vulnerable. I, and, I, and I know how difficult this is. But what in your life, where is God working? Where do you see that moment of, this is awesome in the midst of everything that is less than awesome. Where do you see that? Brave soul. With Zoe, yeah, I, I think the it's gone red and check, check, check. Oh, that's good. With with Zoe, kids are. We moved to Laguna Beach, and Michael was not only in our bedroom; he was in our bed. And then he was on the floor, and then eventually he was across the hall, but his bedroom was on the basement. And we thought, will he ever be in the basement before he goes to school, college? And of course, now he's in his basement with the door shut and sometimes locked. So, um, you know, they become who they are, and the kids are just, they're, they're amazing. Thank you. Other Most of you know my mom was in the hospital for the four months of since like January 5th until about April or even like May, April 5th, April 30th or something like that. Anyway, last week we just got back from being able to take her to Kauai and um, she didn't do much, but we got to get there and she just got home last night and there were no incidences, everything went well and um, it was really a blessing to be able to do after, after uh, such a long several months. Thank you. Blessings of renewed health and the ability to be together and, and just have fun. Anybody else? Along with your topic, 
um, and I'm never quite sure what's nature and what's nurture. Mm -hmm. But my parents, in their long lives, always looked on the positive side of things, no matter what was happening in their lives. They never complained. They raised me in a very God-centered home, but probably equally important was that they always did look for the good in life. And I think that's one of the best things you can pass on. There are certain people who don't have a bad word to say about anybody, and they, they're not Pollyanna, but they do see the blessings and things, and it changes, it, it changes you when you're in their presence, and that's awesome. There are other people who don't have a good thing to say about anything, and those are trying. So we, we, uh, we celebrate um, people that do that. Anybody else? Oh. I'm Susan. I get to do what I love to do in my work. I love my work. I love my business partner. I love the people that I get to see. And um, I'm very grateful for that, that uh, God's given me a, a blessing um, since I was young. So I'm grateful. The courage to do what you're called to do and... Uh, Get the blessings that come with it. Awesome. Somewhere, <coughs> excuse me, somewhere in the recesses of my brain, it seems like I've said this before, sitting right here, but without music, mm. where would we be? Mm. What Norman just played. Claire de Lune has changed my day. It's brought great beauty to me this morning, tearfully, and I am so thankful for music. It adds so much to our lives. Music does that. Uh, music can make you go so high you have to look down to see heaven. Um, but it's different for everybody. Some For some... Um, if Arleth was here, it would be the flowers that are opening up. Uh, for some, it's music. For some, it's just a, a smile. But when you have that moment where the universe opens, just take a second. And I love the fact that you just said, it changed my day. And everything after that, that's that moment, those liminal moments where the kingdom is, is working in us. The promise of the gospel is not a promise of an afterlife where everything is suddenly going to be fine after this yuckiness. That ain't it. I mean, I like to say that if you live this life well, the other end takes care of itself. But this life, the kingdom of God, is about here. It's about now. It's about finding joy in the midst of everything that's going on, finding hope in the midst of everything going on. And if you know how to look with the eyes of your heart enlightened, you will see it. And if you share it, boy, you just you bless the world. You bless yourself and you bless the world. It's all how you look at it. 
Heaven and hell from the outside look exactly the same in that story. But in one, the people were starving, and the other, they were feeding one another in abundance. How do we look at our lives? How do we look at our world? And how do we respond? If we respond with joy and hope, we are the disciples of Christ. And that's good news. Amen.